If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so you've been dating someone for a while, right? And they, they get you a job because you you're not working. Like, you need some money. Um, and they work in a power plant. They're like, I, I can get you a job in the power plant. You've been there for four months, right? And you, you guys are close. You work the night shift together. <laughs> You're close. Uh, and then uh, one day, the, uh, your SO is like, oh, by the way, we have to run this test. And like, I don't really know what's going on, but like, we have to run this test. And then like, his boss is like being a real dick to him. And he's like, no, uh, we shouldn't do this test. It's going to be dangerous. Like something's going to happen. And uh, the boss is like, no, you got to do it anyway. Um, but And so like, you have to help your SO do this test that he doesn't that he doesn't think is safe, what do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out over real love and fake relationships. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. I'm Kelly. And I'm Colin. You watching Chernobyl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I, I haven't watched it. I didn't know yeah. about this plot line. Uh, I figured that's what it, I mean. I mean, I'm projecting a romantic relationship sure. onto okay. uh, two I, characters. I, at first, I thought it was going to be an episode of Simpsons I hadn't seen. No. <laughs> that's what I thought at first, too. Yeah. And then I was like, who could it be? Who's single? And then I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, no, but so like they're, they're supposed to do this test, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's the night shift and they don't know like anything, right? They they like get a packet yeah. on how to run this test and they have to do it in like 10 minutes or something. Oh my God. And the boss is in there being like, oh, we just got to run this test. I just, we just need it on the books that we've run this test. Okay. Um, but it's like getting dangerous and dangerous and like the power level's dropping mm-hmm. and like they can't control it. Um, and like the, the one guy who's like next down on the totem yeah. pole, like takes a little bit of a stand and is like, I'm not going to do this. It's not safe. And the boss is like, yes, you are, or you're never going to work here again. You're never going to work anywhere in the Soviet Union again. Um, And like his like sidekick in that just sort of like sheepishly goes along with it. Like doesn't. Yeah. And you know, they're very much like, all right, then we'll do this together. Like we think it's a mistake, but we're going to do it together. Do you do that? Or do you like, 
do you say like, no, we got to stick up for ourselves? And I like, mean, I'm a union man. Yeah. I'm not fucking doing that if it's not safe. No, not a chance. Yeah. I love, I relish the opportunity to tell people I'm not doing stuff. <laughs> I would love to hope that I would be able to stand up for myself. Yeah. I think like studies have shown yeah. that in yeah. those kinds mm-hmm. of situations, you people's just do what ethics and morals like kind of get pushed away. But I would hope, yes, I think the, the like the upstanding thing, the thing certainly in movies I would want to see and cheer for is to say, no, I won't do it. But the truth of it is probably if even if those two guys had said we won't do it, they'll find someone else. Someone will do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good so it's but like, at least you can have your conscience. Yeah. And ho- and if you weren't in the Soviet Union, you could then go to the newspaper. Because mm-hmm. like also you're talking union. Yeah. Like, right. We have think... certain privileges, right? Like yeah. so like I feel like yeah, and then I'm like going to the newspaper or the yeah. you know TV station. I'm mm-hmm. like these this shit is happening. Like let's blow this yeah. up. Like, let's explode. Exp- or I turn on my phone and like start live tweeting yeah or you know yeah. live streaming yeah i think also, I re- yeah and also like we grew up in a world where we're, we're like seeing all this pop culture and we're also yeah. like i think we're still also very compliant as people yeah totally but like we haven't grown up in the soviet union during the 70s and 80s yeah um which is like a little different and like <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> huh? I'm not name two ways <laughs> And they can't support. be the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think I would like to think that, I, you know what? I do think that now me, yeah, me as I am now, would just be like, okay, I'm fucking leaving then. Yeah. Bye. I'm just leaving. Yeah. But I do think that me at like 20, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah, I was, because totally. like that's what my life was, was doing mm-hmm. what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, I would have just been like, I guess I have to do it and like doing it. But it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like I would have like the, and this is very like American, I think too, is I would have the idea of like, I don't want my name associated with yes, this. Yes. Like yes. I wouldn't. Wrong side of history. Yeah. That's also yeah. like my brain would be like, I, you, I don't want to be the person who flips this switch and then shit goes wrong, which is very different than like we're a collective anyway. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That's true. Though well, the stakes are very high in your hot take. And I yeah, think very high. Is, but you don't know that. You, you don't know that, that the stakes yeah. are very high. No, you, you don't like, know what's you just know maybe you just think right. that it's going to like break the machinery and then right. they'll have to like spend a couple days fixing yeah. it. Um, but I think with the added thing of this is like your SO and you're your SO subordinate, yes. right? Yes. Ooh, so your SO that. has the marching orders and you're their assistant. I would like we would leave the room, get away from the scary boss and I would stop them and be like how do you feel about this really? Like t- like babe, it's me. Like, right. Are Tell you, me how you yeah. feel about this, and you and I can figure out what we're going to do next. Yeah. Like, take a moment, like, really, like, get to it. And if you guys think it's not safe, this, I, you know what? This, I want to say to everyone in the world, if you're at work and something doesn't feel safe, just stop. Yeah. Just okay. stop. Okay. But and I'm, let's prevent workplace injuries. Yes. yes. But I'm going to gild the lily of the hot take and say, you do pull them aside. and You say, babe, let's talk about it. And they say, yeah, it isn't safe. But this is my job, and I I need to keep my job, so I'm going to do it. Then I would be like, I can't be on your, I can't be by your side for this. And then you're gonna abandon me yes. in this moment. Yes, I would. So if you I can't would sacrifice your, mind, your relationship, absolutely. Well, what if, what if there, what if there's like a a, a little bit of uh, like doubt in there where it's not like I I. The 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 aforementioned like I think it's unsafe, but I I don't think it's going to cause a meltdown. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's going to cause like problems. 
that like then the boss will have to work to fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not like people are going to die. So right. your feeling is your feeling just something's wrong. Yeah. Well, and because because your SO is saying there's something wrong here. So your feelings are only from the SO saying there's something wrong. You don't you don't know enough. Oh shit! Yeah, right. You, you've yeah. been on the job for four months. Okay, I don't know then. And you shit. needed this job. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just go along with it then, because you, you don't know. know. Yeah. yeah. But, but if you, you're the. I don't think your relationship survives. Hey, you, don't, you don't. I don't think either of you <laughs> okay. survive. Oh, but remember, we were going back to where nobody's going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know you that. You don't yeah, know that. Okay, your but, assumption is that yeah. no one's going to die. That's the thing. Like, if they're going to, because if it's like, oh man, like I really don't want to do this because it's going to fuck shit up, then I feel like. In my experience, the attitude quickly becomes, well, fuck them. It's their problem. They, they're they yes, the one yeah. who told me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll do this bullshit. And now the whole thing will be gummed up and yeah. it's going to fall on them. The dude yeah. even tries it, right? Where he's like, I, I want I want written uh, proof of you uh, making this order. Mm-hmm. And the guy just, the boss just slaps the book out of his right. hand. is like, fucking do it. Oh, man. That's no. the thing. That would be my sticking point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, then, dude, yeah. Fuck that guy. How, how do we know this happened? We don't. Uh, well, they're from. It, it's taken from interviews with those guys. So they do survive momentary for a while, long enough to tell a couple the story. weeks, long enough for radiation poisoning, long enough for radiation poisoning Ugh. to turn them into like sacks of like jelly. literally Ugh. jello. Yeah, it's so gross. You guys watch like Chernobyl. If you I watched your... the first one, and oh, I was no. like, the first one is the worst one. <laughs> they get so much better after the first one. <laughs> I want to watch it, the whole yeah. thing. I only know about radiation poisoning from the radium girls. The what? The radium girls, the women who were supposed to test, uh, they would paint radium on watches to make them glow mm-hmm. in the dark. Yeah. And oh. um, they were told to put the brushes in their mouths. <laughs> to clean to, them? To make them more pointy so Ugh. that they could get more precision. And they were like, wow, we're like glowing in the dark. Our teeth are like glowing in the dark. This is crazy. And they were like, uh, pushed to keep doing that by the company and then one by one uh, a woman just touched her jaw and it just gelatinized huh. and they just turned into just jello and the company uh, refused any responsibility for it and uh, their actions helped create labor unions. Holy The shit. women yeah. uh, in the Radium Girls, yeah. Is there like a documentary There's a about book that? you can read about okay. it um, and lots of articles. You sh- it's really sad. Yeah, it sounds horrifying. But it's also really interesting. But horrifying. That's the only reason why I know about radiation poisoning. I have yep. yet to watch Chernobyl, and I want to. Really uh, also sad and horrifying. I would assume. <laughs> oh have you God. been buying iodine pills? No, I'm just... Uh, Sarah and I had a conversation. Sarah and I had a conversation. We said if we ever get to a place where we're both sacks of jello, yeah. uh, we're just going to kill each other. Man, wow. I'm gonna wait. We're not gonna die. Capable, that way. Hold on, you're capable of committing murder when you're I don't in jello. Know. I, don't I don't think know. I think jello <laughs> should have a conversation else. with a third party. Yeah, who will with some kill sort you. of murderer. I don't think so. If you <laughs> want, here's the thing. Yeah, I was I, offering I to kill you. Murder. All right, thank you. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. Because Ryan and I are taking iodine pills. Or we're gonna survive. We're not just gonna be like you are not taking iodine pills. Yes, we are. We will right now. Yes, we're taking them right now. Yes, we are. We took them right before you came in. That's a lie. I came here before you. It's don't worry. Don't worry about it. But yeah, no, you can't make a murder-suicide pact with another sack of jello. I could just, jello. You just conjure you to... a murderer on the spot to come oh, in and so you're kill me. Work on your conjuring. Yes. Oh, like a conjuring, not the conjuring. What do you mean? Like the series, The Conjuring. Oh. The Conjuring Verse. Oh. A new addition to The Conjuring Verse. Annabelle Comes Home comes out today. <laughs> My mom and I watched the entire series of. Uh, 
Fosse Verdon, which I recommend. It's good. Yes. But all they advertised to us was Annabelle Comes Home. <laughs> for like, so we watched eight hours of television and the only commercials we, and they were, they showed us different commercials. Yeah. But like, you've what, basically seen this whole movie now. And why did you think, because I, we watched Fosse Verdon no, no, in the space different. of two oh, days funny. that we were really interested in scary dolls. There was a trailer for, oh, what is this? Uh, like alligators in the flooded house movie. Um, there was a trailer for that before Booksmart. And that I was like, sounds fun. Wait, what, what is, is this it? Movie? Wait, I forget fun? what it's I forget what it's called, but it looks Alligators in a flooded house could be the dude. next That's thing tight. on a plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, fun. Okay. It looks dope. To watch other people deal with. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it looks dope. Wanna, and one of you is going to see this movie with that. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's weird. When you're like, who decided that this was appropriate yeah. tonally? Yeah. And then I watched what was I, something else, a series, and the only commercial I got was the one, and I only have seen it in this one thing, but it's, uh, a, oh, so I was watching the other two. So I watched the whole season of the other two. It was very good. Uh, but the only commercial I got over and over and over again was the one where people are holding irregular vegetables, talking about their penises. <laughs> and they're like, if your penis looks like this. It could be a problem. What? <laughs> what is that? I think there's like something where like your penis can start to grow sideways huh. and you should go to the doctor because that's not a sign of aging. And they made sure I knew. Oh. So if it grows, if like it starts if to come back to you. Yeah. Well, if it starts like to look back? like a weird cucumber. Or like gonzo? Yeah. If you oh, start like a little tail. Right. There were all kinds of directions, all kinds of weird <laughs> things. But I think what they're just trying to say is like, as you get older, your penis shouldn't start to look. Much different. Up. <laughs> if it does, talk to your doctor. They, I didn't like, know I needed they, a commercial like, for they, that. They, they take a, a a cucumber and like put it against a weed whacker, and yeah. they're like, "If your penis looks like, like this, this. <laughs> probably tell your doctor." <laughs> oh man! So we're doing conjuring ships. That's yes. right. Um, and w- it was very vague, right? We could just come up with no however specific. we want to do yeah, it. Yeah, whatever that whatever that means. Okay. To you. Ryan, let's start with you. Okay, mine is a little weird. <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay, okay. All right, so I was thinking about this a lot, and I kept, like, catching on the same things, and I... So, like, at one point, I was going to talk about this romance novel I read where someone conjured a <laughs> character from a book, and then they had hot sex, and then he had to go back to the book. And then I was like, no, that's kind of boring. <laughs> and then I couldn't think, I couldn't think, I couldn't think. And then I thought of something that is not conjuring in the most specific sense, but it is narrative conjuring. Okay. And okay. that is the story of George Glass. <laughs> as, <laughs> as featured in the film, yes. a very Brady sequel. Yes. And the first scene of this has been memeized all over the place. But it's Jan Brady, who is the middle sister with braces. She's very awkward. She tries she invents a boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. And the boy and she invents the name George and then sees a gla- empty glass and says his name is George Glass. She tells lies about him. She says, oh, he's going to meet us in Hawaii. <laughs> but then, crazy enough, when they're in Hawaii, she yells out George Glass to like pretend like she's... And a guy turns and there's an actual teenage boy with braces whose name is George Glass. And he's cute. <laughs> and he's cute. And he <laughs> likes her. And she brings him as a date to the wedding. Uh-huh. I can't remember who's getting married, but there's a wedding. <laughs> I watched the George Glass saga on YouTube today. That's sweet. Um, and then <laughs> there's yeah. a YouTube cut of the George Glass <laughs> saga. It was very helpful <laughs> because I I was like trying to remember if she exactly how it played because I remembered that an actual George Glass appeared. 
But yeah, she kind of mm. conjured him from yeah. fantasy. Yeah, she willed him into existence. She willed yeah. him into existence. And, Mar- and Marsha did not believe in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marcia sure, Marsha. Sure, and then Jan. at the end, Marsha goes over to her and is like, I'm so happy for you and George. And Jan goes, really? Marsha goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the end of the George Last Saga. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Those Brady movies are like tier one, top notch. They're so funny. Yeah, they're, funny. they're so funny. Yeah. They are really good. <laughs> they're really good. I forgot how much I like Shelley Long in them. Yes. Like, oh. They do get kind of weird with the Greg Marsha. You know how I feel about that. (laughs) You don't mind. You don't mind. You don't mind. But that's like, those are like the only good takes, I think, on the like uh, sitcom from a long time ago, making a movie about it now and like being silly about it. Right? Because wasn't there a, uh, was it a Beverly Hillbillies movie? There was a Beverly Hillbillies movie that wasn't great. I think that the Flintstones movie, the first one, is okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That like works. That's not like, Taking a shit to- on the service, yeah. uh, the source material, which like no, that's the like Brady movies bring are. it more to life. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and John Goodman, I think that was the role he was born to play. Yes. Was Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Yes, I'm trying to think because they have tried there was like to the do Bewitched it a movie, or what's that one? Um, the uh, oh, there's oh yeah, there's Bewitched, and then there's also. Never mind. Describe Saved it. by the Bell goes to Hollywood. literally evaporated from my brain and okay, I don't exist. It doesn't exist. exist. And the fact that you just invented it and I had to oh. think in my brain, have I seen it? And I do, it does exist. I, made me very sad. I was Daisy thinking Dukes. of the one where they go to Vegas. Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah. Dukes of Hazzard was just like a straight oh, up. Yes. They just straight up did it. Yeah, right? they did it and they were like, let's just make it more sexy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Let's and make the, it more like chips. a Hardee's commercial. Yeah. You know which one I would like to rewatch because I, well, I don't know if I really want to rewatch it, but. I watched and it was better than I thought it was going to be. What? What's that? Starsky and Hutch. I remember being oh, better yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Really? But still, I mean, yeah. I haven't rewatched still it. Still disposable. Again. There was yeah. also, and these are obviously very different, but there's also the whole genre of sitcoms like ending with a movie with like mm-hmm. the original cast, like Gilligan's Island, yeah. Um, yeah. where they get off the island and super weird. Oh, there's got to be other ones. Was the Bewitched one, was that original cast or was that? Oh, no, that, no, was, that was Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Okay. Ferrell. So that was more Cole of a remake. Kidman. And they okay. just completely destroyed the premise uh-huh. and made it about a movie, of um, them making a movie of a witch. And she She's is like, a, she a witch. And she witch, is yeah. a witch. But it's mm-hmm. like, why not just make Bewitched? Suburban mom is a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boom. it's a good premise. It, it is a good premise. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it pushed a show. <laughs> there was a whole show for a of long it. time. Yeah, for a long time. Through two Darrens. Daryls? Darrens? Two Darrens. Darren. Two Darrens. I mean, there could have been a Daryl somewhere. Uh, that was what Ma- the mother called him. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's oh. why I was confused. Yeah. You were- yeah, I could see that. Um, Eudora? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Patrick, do you have a conjuring ship? I do, but for me to talk about this conjuring oh. ship, oh God. I have to beg your forgiveness and talk okay. about Final Fantasy again. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was very fun to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> this time, I'm talking about Final Fantasy IV. There is a character okay. named Rydia uh-huh. who is a summoner. She comes from a village of summoners. Um, that like That's all they do. They summon. Um, they like form one link with one monster that they uh, summon and it like fights for them. Okay. Um, and at the beginning of the game, you're playing as uh, Cecil, the Dark Knight, um, and like you're a bad dude working for a bad king. And that's oh. like how this game's. And the, the king is like, here, take this package to the summoner village. 
because um, we got to like tell the summoners who's boss. And oh. You're like, you got it, taking this package. And you take the package there, and you encounter a mist dragon along the way, and you fight and kill the mist dragon because the mist dragon is like, you know, it's a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you get to the summoning village, you find out that this mist dragon was linked to a summoner. And when you killed the mist dragon, the summoner died. Oh, sad. Leaving behind her orphan daughter, Rydia. And you're like, ugh, we're the bad guys. Well, here's this package. Package is a bomb. (gasps) Destroys the whole village. The only survivor is Rydia. What? This orphaned summoner child. I really hope that you do not end up fucking Rydia. Me? Not <laughs> me personally. I ship me and <laughs> having sex exclusively. <laughs> I really don't want to hear about that orphan shit. <laughs> oh my uh, god! No. So uh, through like most of the early part of this game, you're like taking her along because you're like, we can't leave this like kid alone. But she is like, uh, sh- she's not giving you any. You know, like she doesn't like you. Yeah. And she will remind yeah. you at every opportunity that like. I don't care if you think you're just like, you know, doing your job. You destroyed yeah. my village and killed yeah, my mother. Yeah. <laughs> All the people I know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she like accompanies you on this journey because she doesn't really have a choice. Oh, um, but then you're traveling across the ocean at one point. Yeah. Um, and this is right as you're starting to be like, well, I really got to stop being a dark okay. knight for the evil king. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's kind um, of a drag. No time uh, like the present. No time. Um, and so you're, you're sailing across the ocean and then suddenly... A leviathan rises out of the ocean. Where does a leviathan come from? Okay. What is that? It's like a big sea monster thing. Okay. And it's because is it's it like responding. A kaiju? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, it's responding to the fact that there is a summoner in distress because it is a monster that had previously been summoned by the summoners of the village that has been destroyed. So oh. it wrecks the ship, scatters <gasps> everyone in your main party like to the wind. And the game does like sort of a soft reset here and you like start on some new stuff. Yeah. But Rydia gets taken back to the world of monsters. The, mo- the where like all oh, the monsters that have wow. been summoned all of her life that they're all like hanging out together and time passes differently yeah. there so she ages a lot. But so this is uh this is where uh, I want the ship to take place. Is Rydia outside of time? With connected. a bunch of monsters. <laughs> but like they're monsters that she has like a spiritual connection okay. to. Um, and this is where she learns to become like an awesome summoner, right? Mm. And so that when you do meet up with her later, she's like, I've made peace with what happened. I'm going to bring like fucking dragons and everything into the world and just like kick ass. But what this is while she's in uh, the, the monster town, uh, she's like practicing summoning, right? She's like summoning, summoning, yeah, yeah. summoning. Uh, and then at some point she summons uh, like a big green elephant. And she's what? like, she's like, huh? That that's weird. I, I've never seen this el- this kind of creature before. And then it turns, transforms because it's Beast Boy from the Teen Titans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And that was such a long walk. <laughs> that was so worth it. Oh my god! It's Beast Boy. It's Beast Boy from the it. Teen Titans. Oh, and this is what she needs. He has such good energy. Yeah, yes. to make her so happy. And he and does so many fun. cool songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's because so, she has no friends. She has no <laughs> friends, and like her experience with humans to this point is just like they betray Rock. you and whatever. Yeah. It's not and great. He's, and he's like, no, I can we I can be both like the human and the the beast for you. And they have a wonderful time. And then she returns him back to you know wherever in the DC universe. Do they ever see each other again? Uh, yeah, and she can summon him anytime she wants. Cool, I love yeah. it. I love that. <laughs> it's I love that. That was tight. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, do you have a conjure ship? Yes. 
Okay. So we are in Tamriel, which is the land of Skyrim. Okay. And <laughs> you... Um, Kelly doesn't get screamed at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, we all just quietly go... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so if you play through the Dark Brotherhood thing, which is like assassins, mm-hmm. um, you get this horse called Shadowmere, who is like has a pretty high health isn't told isn't invincible per se but if he is struck down in battle he resurrects 10 days later oh. or if he's struck down in battle in a river he resurrects um in this like weird like scary pond that's right next to the dark brotherhood cool. entrance yeah and he like when he resurrects it's like smoke and he has red eyes and he's all black he's really cool looking so shadowmere uh, has just had a really long day of just like slaying dragons <laughs> and clearing out um, Draugr nests and all this stuff. And he's just like really tired. So he's, he decides just to roam the countryside. Take a little, take yeah, a little break. Take a little breaks. So he's clip clopping around. <laughs> he's also huge. He's like a Clydesdale size. He's very okay. big. Tight. So he's clopping around. And he sees this like little like, like farm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is interesting. And he's like, hmm, as a beast of the night, I must go. So he goes to see, <laughs> and he uh, like hears some noise in, in the barn, and it's really what? dark, and he's like, what's in there? And he like looks in, and it's really dark, and he just sees like two pretty demonic-looking eyes Ooh. and a set of horns. What? And he's like, what is this? And it is Black Phillip. From the witch, also known as the Vivitch, if you're looking for the and Black <laughs> Philip is the embodiment of Satan, yeah. who is a goat. Yeah, um, and he is really scary, and they're both like very evil and scary. And I think that they just join forces together. They probably have a lot of really nasty sex. Mm-hmm. They also mm-hmm. join forces together to make you know various individuals hallucinate different things and basically give their souls to Satan. Slash the Dark Mother, who uh, Shadowmere serves. Um, uh, Shadowmere serves. So this isn't the kind of thing where like those mythologies are collapsed and like the Dark Mother and Satan are like the same. Well, entity? let's say that the Dark Mother was serving Satan. Okay. Because okay. the Dark Mother is basically um, so they're in the same they're in the same like hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're serving the same thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Dark Mother is basically like the corpse of a person that mm-hmm. all of them like serve and she like whispers like assignments to you and you have to like go assassinate people so um i would say she's serving satan yeah 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 i was i was immediately getting concerned because you know satan he's a father of lies yeah he loves to be top dog yeah uh doesn't like to share. <laughs> yeah, doesn't like so, to share. So I'm afraid I was afraid for Shadow Mirror that mm-hmm. he's gonna become like sort of um I don't know. I guess everyone serves Satan ultimately. Yeah, so they're all serving Satan ultimately. <laughs> and I think also Black Black Philip is like, oh, let's just cut out the middleman. Dark Mother, mm-hmm. you can just go directly to me. Yeah, he would totally. Oh, great. And Shadow Mirror's oh. like, great. Now we can just One go. Less step. So yeah, Shadowmere's not very loyal. Shadow Mirror, no, loyalty is not a thing in the Dark Brotherhood. So Shadow Mirror jumped it. All right, cool. So mm-hmm. now he is like, I'm just going to get orders directly from you. Let's go kill things, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. Super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking cool! It's so gross. It's pretty gross. Like their sex is very disgusting. Well, Well, you can take human form to fuck the horse. 
Yeah, great. And one is, is like disgusting. Great, great. both spiritually and like at work. That's like a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not. Here's that's not thing. consensual games. That's like well, that's like I would say. Here's the issue: Shadowmere, Black Philip knows Shadowmere is not loyal because mm-hmm. he saw. That's true. So he's right, like right. he could turn against. If he me. cheated with you, he'll cheat on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are facts. I'm facts. sorry. <laughs> true facts. True I, facts. I see that crocheted on the pillow yeah, right next exactly. to <laughs> Yeah. So I think they're both kind of like. There is a power thing, but they're also Shadowmere is so disloyal. Yeah, Shadowmere though is loyal to the Dragonborn. It's true, but let's just not worry about that. Oh, so this may have a tragic end. Yeah, but I mean, what what do we really want between like two agents of evil? Like, true. Uh, we want yeah. a tragic end to that relationship. Yeah. We just ship yeah. it while it happens. True, true, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Facts. Okay, Colin, you got one. Yes, I do. Uh, so mine's uh, not quite as fucking metal as that. Yeah, mine's very <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like wearing a very metal shirt right now. Yeah, you are. Cool. You're so metal today. Very Kelly. metal. You're yeah. in metal oh, yeah, m- mode. I'm metal mode. A what metal is that modality. shirt? Uh, Banner Saga. It's a RPG. Oh, tight. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. It's about Viking clans at war with each other. Nice. Well, mine comes from a Will Ferrell movie. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it Bewitched? Uh, if it's Bewitched, I'm sorry that we talk so much shit on it. No, <laughs> no, no. I actually never saw the Will Ferrell Bewitched. Good. But I did see Stranger Than Fiction. Which yeah. Which also kind of goes like back to movie. authors like I Conjuring. Love that movie. That movie is mm-hmm. good. So uh, I'm not going to talk about the whole, like, you know, Will Ferrell thing and um, what's her name, Maggie Gyllenhaal or like any of that. Because I think the sweetest and most interesting person in that movie is Tony Hale's character, Dave. He's his little buddy that works at the IRS, and he loves space, and he wants to go to space camp, (laughs) and he's so unashamed that he's in his early 40s and still wants to go to space camp, and at the end, he gets to go, and I'm just like, I love it. I just love that character. It's like, he's doing him so hard, even though him is very meek, you know? Yeah. Um, But I, in my scenario, I want him to get a little, like, step out a little, so he's talking to Will Ferrell after he gets back from space camp, and Will Ferrell's like, dude, so it turns out all that weird stuff was because of this author, Karen Eiffel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eiffel. She was basically controlling my life with a magic typewriter. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, something like that. Something like that. Will Fer- Ferrell's character says, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. As she's day. typing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think he breaks the spell in the end, so he has free will again. But Tony Hale, or Dave rather, is like, interesting, because I kind of want space camp to never end a little bit, right? Mm. So he changes gears career-wise entirely. He starts working for a publishing house. He climbs the ranks. He goes to uh, Carrot Eiffel, and he's like, listen, I've got a pitch for you. I want you to do a novelization of the movie Space Camp. The 1980s movie Space Camp, where the little kid, all the kids go to space camp, and then one of them built a homemade robot that he's friends with, and he's like, well, I wish we could really go to space, and the robot hacks the fucking simulator to turn it into a real rocket, and the kids yeah, go to the space. Yeah, the ultimate <laughs> space camp. We're all familiar. <laughs> right, maybe like uh, TMI, like we all know. Uh, <laughs> I do like the idea that that's all it would take. It's just like a little hacking yeah. <laughs> to make like a simulator into a rocket. Yeah. Exactly. It's, I mean, I, it's a very smart robot. Right. <laughs> and I don't think, underestimate the power of AI. I think like part of like the ad of that space camp is like you'll be doing simulations in an actual shuttle. Yeah. 
that is filled with fuel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so she she's been tasked now with writing this novelization. Yes, exactly. And he's her editor, so he's uh, he's kind of like, oh, what if the character was like, I don't know, former IRS uh, employee. And so he's... Is she not picking up what's happening? She's pretty he smart was, lady. Yeah, she, and, he was in her other novel. Yes, I think... I think she definitely knows. Okay. But because he's so meek and like this is his first attempt at yeah. like kind of being Oh, she sneaky, doesn't see it coming. No, I think she just kind of lets him have it. Oh, okay. She's That's like sweet. Yeah. She's like, "Okay, Dave." Like, That's cute. I'm not gonna like we both know this isn't getting published. I mean, she but... probably wrote that desire into him in the first place. Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah. So, she did. Okay, but is, is is there sexy times? Uh, well, <laughs> I think after He's so first of all, he's just like cruising around with his little robot friend for yes. a while because that I want to see. Um, but then he gets to go to space. Um, he gets to you know do that adventure. Oh, they get back to Earth by the skin of their teeth. It's very exciting. He lands on the planet Earth and fucking runs to her. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! What an yeah. adventure he's been on. He's just like he's full of juice. Sure. And okay. So grateful. He's so grateful, and he's like like have deteriorated, atrophied. right? Yeah. And like no, no, no. He's he's, he's been working, working out. out for her. Okay. He's okay. working out in zero g, so it's just to maintain. Yeah, he's not like getting buff. Right, right. I don't think anyone comes back from space full of juice. Um, <laughs> I he's... think you've been juiced. She writes it in. Okay. When she gets, yeah, there we yeah. go. Oh, there Perfect. you go. She Perfect. writes a full yeah. of juice, but not in like a controlling, like, no, no, no. Uh, like uh, against wants, his will kind of way. No, so all she gives him is that he can run her fine. Yes, and that he's you know like whatever. He's had a great experience. Sure, and he's so grateful to her, and he pounding on her door of her like beautiful New York loft, and yeah. she opens the door, and she's wearing like that sort of like cottony wavy stuff. And, you know, like, she's smoking her cigarette. <laughs> and he's like, he's just like, I had the greatest experience of my life, and I have to tell you something. It's all because of you. And she goes, I know. And then they boing. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. Okay. That's good. I like that's it. Good. I like it. I like it. That's a, yeah, that's the no, whole I'm thing. Not, I'm, just, I'm just trying to... The, it's so hard to ship her with anyone that she's writing about. Right. I, it is, it is uh, troubling. One line um, where she she just writes to give him agency. Yeah, and honestly, I think that... <laughs> he I has think agency. Her, I think her moment is he comes over and she's like... And she he's like, <gasps> I know what I want you to write for your next story. Right. Yeah. And she's like... She loves him now, right? So yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah. sure, I'll write it. And he's like... He's like, okay, I'll, I'll dictate to you. So she's sitting at the typewriter. And he's like, and then the author destroyed the typewriter so that they could write their own story together. And then she smashed Hi. the typewriter. And that's beginning. Yay. Of- Yay. That's good. Ryan, I, also have a, I also have another alt. Okay. Mm. Of when he runs up and he's like, it's all because of you. Mm-hmm. And she goes, honey, I stopped writing ages ago. <gasps> oh, oh, there we so go. South, yeah. because that's the other thing about Space Camp. It's very dangerous. It's dangerous. It is, it is <laughs> super dangerous. Those kids should not have gone to they space. Sh- well, they shouldn't have come home. Let's be honest. <laughs> no. Let's yeah. be honest. They, they should have died up there. It should have been like a day that we all have to celebrate. Yeah. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like of the space dog. Okay. They die up there. Yeah. The I don't yeah. think they would have told us. No, they would have kept us. They oh, would have kept a secret. Sure. The, the space you know who camp knows? industry. Woke Tim Allen knows. That's why he's locked up. 
That's why he's locked up. He's he like, knows every 80s movie was that was real. <laughs> <laughs> he knows Big Happens. <laughs> Space Camp. That's why Tom Hanks is after him. That's why Tom Hanks is after him because he's like, you can't destroy my life. You can't oh do this because it's actually big just kind of fucked up. Yeah. Oh my right? God. And that's why Tom Hanks was like, well, I'll make the ultimate space thing so that no yeah, one will no one ever, ever question remember. Space Camp stuff. Right. Apollo 13. Apollo 13. Right. Houston, we have a distraction. Oh. <laughs> Hey guys, <laughs> two relationships. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.